alive. I'm fired up. I feel alive. Make the party super naughty. <laughs> dancing on the bar, dancing on the bar. Saturdays are great, weren't they? Oh, they were. Saturdays mega mix. Mm. Like, can can my tombstone just play the Saturdays mega mix on loop? I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> not me talking about the tombstone. Full disclosure of all the UK girl groups, I probably engaged with the Saturdays the least. I'm not too well up on the Saturdays. Oh, oh, I'd be well, more of like a girls' loud gal, or like a sugar oh, babes gal. <laughs> she called me old. <laughs> um, have we followed Una Healy's shoe line? I'm obsessed. No. Was she on Love I Island? I know that Una is. I know Una is doing loads of thirst photos at the moment. Is she? Like, because she's clearly trying to get some D off someone, whoever that man is. Please just ride her because. <laughs> She's just it. crying out. Just, she, she's like, can't he? Just sort the woman out, like, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, shoes at Una Healy Original Collection. Oh, that's a shit name. Oh, it's really shit. It's not great. <laughs> shoes at Una. It should be like, oh my God, she should have done a line of heels have been Una Healy. Oh. It could just be, uh, or Shuna. Hey, these are all better names. <laughs> Una Wheelie. Shuna Healy's. <laughs> Do a weenie. Oh no. Uh, guys, I actually saw Una Healy in person once. Um, IRL. IRL. Wow. She is absolutely stunning. She is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I it, see was, it. it was backstage at this event and uh, she was one of the judges. And it was like one of those moments that it, it was just so bizarre because it was this like very long corridor and she was walking towards me. I was walking like towards her. But then all fired up, I think it was, was literally playing in the back on the speakers in the background. Stop. And I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I was like, what event was it? Were you the Rose of Tralee? No, it was, uh, a fa- I probably can't say the name, you know, redacted. Oh, redacted. But, uh, it was a fashion show for teens. <laughs> DCU fashion show, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Also redacted. DCU style sock. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but she was a judge, yeah. Do you remember the murder over the student fashion show? Like the auditions, it was literally like America's ex-top model dropped into feckin' glass and Evan. <laughs> It was ruthless. It was ruthless. Throat. Like, and it was like, yeah. it was like, um, the fucking, you'd swear it was like the Chanel New York Fashion Week show, like the <laughs> production. Yeah, I know. Just the notions, the level of notions. The whole time, though, that we were in college, like, we just all got so into it. We were like, this is the most important place <laughs> on earth. <laughs> like, highly, highly competitive. The stakes are so high. Like I remember, I ran for students' union election when I was in like my final year, and I lost by oh like God, that fifty votes. And I remember being like thinking, like my life was over. <laughs> like, was that so campaign was doggy dog. I remember the sabotage that was oh going God, on during that campaign, campaign, like sabotage. the poster rippage. Yeah, mm. my posters were mysteriously disappearing. Like there was like fake, like there was false rumors being spread. Like there was, no. uh, there was like stuff from the opposition. Like they were speaking to the College View newspaper. It was full on like reputation management. Like 
Um, sorry, do you remember? Uh, I don't know if this is redacted or not, but do you remember the person who was like slandering us all online on a secret oh account? Oh my god, yeah, there was like a gossip girl in DCU. So <laughs> remain oh nameless. But yeah, Mark, do, do I know this remember one? this? I think it might have been before her time. <gasps> it was Maybe before, it was before my time, you started. Probably. But basically, yeah. there was yeah, there was this uh, anonymous Facebook account um, that basically went to all the student events in DCU and did these like write ups afterwards. Basically, just absolutely <laughs> tearing everyone involved asunder. Like it was like totally a roast, but it was like very much done in the style of Gossip gas? Girl. No, not really. Like just mean. it was just mean. Yeah, it was really oh. mean. <laughs> so, do we know who this person was? We have, we have we a, a prime suspect, um, but oh, we never, okay. we'll never know for sure. But we have uh, reason, reason to believe that it's uh, right. a specific person. It's Rebecca Vardy. It's, it's Rebecca Vardy. <laughs> So welcome back to Please Do Not Swear, the Big Brother podcast. Uh, we are on Celebrity Big Brother season three. We're going to be diving into the guts of week one. Guts? Um, the guts. <laughs> Not guts. Actually, funny you should Graphic. say guts because there is Not actually guts. guts involved in week one. <laughs> A few guts here and there. Yeah. Get your guts out. Um, so shall we dive in we've an awful lot to discuss much to discuss oh, we've an awful lot to, to uh, like compared to the previous celeb seasons she's lit to bits like honestly yeah. the, 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 the taste level has increased significantly and it's mainly down to one housemate who I'm sure you might not have a problem guessing who that might be um, but yeah it's Kenzie it's, Kenzie. it's Caprice it's Caprice <laughs> It's Lisa. <laughs> Lisa. Yes. Um, so yeah, this is episode two. Uh, we were probably do. Were we saying two more of this season, or could we I think say- we were saying one more. We might. One uh, more, yeah. I'm, I'm sweating to get on season six. Sweating. Because uh, it is. This is only on for eight days. Is it? They're in the eighteen house? No. days. Eighteen days. Uh, so yeah so we'll carry the one we'll see how much juice is involved in the next week and we may split it into two we may do it in one who knows because mm-hmm. we have a hell of a lot of a juice yeah in these short yeah. six or seven days so mm-hmm. um, um, but, well let's get stuck in i guess because yeah. let's do it time is time is money honey sweetie um, sweetie so yeah, so, uh, so we, we left off day. last week as our kind of launch episode, our housemates had all gone in, they were all kind of getting to know each other, we'd been introduced to everybody, and now they're kind of settling into the house, and we're kind of getting to see the dynamics starting to emerge. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Rob, you were assigned I to the, the first day after, weren't you? I was indeed. A reporter I had the pleasure on the of watching the first day in the house. <laughs> I was. You were the reporter on the ground for day one. I was like, what do you say about me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a what? <laughs> uh, yeah, I was indeed. Uh, I was day two in, or day, their first day, the first full day in the gaff anyway. Um, I'll be honest, like a lot of this is just going to be me hating on John McQuarrick. I absolutely hate yeah, him. Yeah, no, there's like within much to discuss there. Like, <laughs> much to discuss much to think about like within half an hour of them being out of bed he's already talking about how much he hates vegetarians and women who speak about their health oh 
What the fuck? Like, basically, like the gals are up and they're all talking about like their multivitamins and like their morning routine, and he's just like. You're a disgrace. I'm convinced he just thinks women should be just like a walking pair of tits and nothing else. Yeah. Like, like literally put just, a pair of tits on like Legs. an A4 page and be done with it. <laughs> A4 page? A 2D pair of tits is all he wants. The booby. The booby. Um, uh, there isn't like much to discuss. They're just kind of hanging out in the bedroom, having chats for a good bit of this day. Um, Bez does crack open a bottle of wine at 1pm. I'm like, <laughs> we do love to see it. Like, Bez is just the best vibes. I love yeah. him. He's just straight like, up chilling. Like. vibes. Yeah. yeah. Him and John McCrary discussing legalisation of soft drugs. I'm like, you are... A massive vibe. What was the? What was of the, course, John is against. What was the vibe so of the convo? So John was like, "No, absolutely not, no." But then he kind of talked basically like Bez is talking about how if you legalize it, like the stigma disappears and it becomes less. Basically, John's argument was that people don't suffer from drugs, but the, it's the people who are robbed by drug addicts who suffer. I'm like, that is robbed. not. That's not a. That is not a point. Not, that, and also, like <laughs> that, that happens sense. because it's illegal. Like you, absolute yeah. clown. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, that was the discussion. The is just like no legalize, legalize so, it, legalize it. Um, they're chatting in the bedroom, and Kenzie is talking about how he comes from the garage scene, and John McCreary thinks he works in a garage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course. <laughs> I mean, surprise. Um, and oh, Jesus. So it's like the gals and John McCrerick are sitting in the bedroom and they're talking about plastic surgery. Yeah. And uh, Brigitte is talking about how, like, oh, she feels her, like, her. Oh, my God. Are the crows? Crow, oh, my God. I was going to say crow's, crow's eyes. Feet. Crows have eyes. Crows, crow's feet. Crow's feet, yeah. Crow's feet. Crows of eyes. They also have wings. Um, Those are birds. No, that's not an eclipse, Nathaniel. Um, and she's basically talking about how, like, her forehead wrinkles and her crow's feet that she wants to get, like, them surgically so, removed. Is she basically saying her boobs are real? Oh no, she's saying she would. Maybe no, she's she saying she would get surgery on her face. I think she said. She are they said real? Yeah, I think she said they were. I think she said she just got them they're, done in her VT. Fantastic. Or maybe not. I don't know. Oh. Fab. Oh, listen. Oh. But she's um she's basically talking about like her her forehead wrinkles and her crow's feet. And John is like, "You're disgusting. You look like a boy with that haircut, and you need to get some bangs to cover up those wrinkles. Um, oh, you need Jesus to hide that forehead. My God. Like, and she's just sitting there in bed like. Hmm. Mm. Okay, word. Is it Caprice? Caprice chimes in as like, listen, John, we're not talking about you, but if I did, <laughs> I wasn't gonna read, <laughs> yeah. but I'm gonna read. <laughs> Caprice is just reading them house down. Yeah. Like later on in the week, they're in the hot tub, and she's like, John, you've bigger tits than me. <laughs> oh lord. Listen, normally anyway, I wouldn't condone uh, fat phobia, but like. I mean, I, I don't condone it, but like John McCreerick, like don't be fucking. It's an exception, I feel. Don't be, don't, you need to look at your own house before you start commenting on other people's appearances. Like, mm. 
class mm. houses and all yeah. that. Um, mm. They have like one little mini task in that day as well that I'll just touch on briefly. Um, they have to answer questions about each other, which is very soon considering they've only been in the gap together for less than 24 hours. Basically, they're called in one by one. No one has their suitcases at this stage. And they have to answer questions about another housemate based on the questions that were asked by the producers before they went into the house. Like really obscure questions that you'd never know about a person. It's not like, oh, what's their birthday? What star sign are they? Um, so basically they're withholding their luggage and... Big Brother has the option of two items in the diary room. If they get a question right, they get both the items. If they get it wrong, they have to choose one. So it's stuff like pajamas, makeup, uh, like bras, underwear. I'm like, just give them their fucking underwear. But anyway, um, yeah. like, it's not really, not really optional, much to report. Like... <laughs> no. You can't just not wear underwear. Well, you can't. Mm. But... <laughs> Um, like I just compiled some of the fun facts that um, were gathered. Uh, Bez said his biggest vice was Coronation Street, and then he's like, "Ah, I'm lied. I never watched this." Mine. Mine. Jermaine's most treasured item is a spice box, and I thought this might be some sort of Dublin takeaway, but it's not. It's a box of spices. <laughs> It's not the. Um, oh, that's so it's disappointing. Not, it's not the spice box that you might get in Newland Takeaway in Kilmainham. <laughs> it's not yeah. a chili spice box. No, no. Um, all Do you remember they were like juice? they were the height of. Uh, I went through a bit of a phase of the spice box phase. Yeah, I, like listen, when we used yeah. to live in Kilmainham, myself and uh, Mark are former roomies, but. The, the local Chinese takeaway in Kilmainham, if by any chance we have any listeners in the Dublin 8 area, <laughs> get yourself to the yeah. Newland takeaway in Kilmainham and get yourself the spice box. I feel like it's a thoroughly underrated yeah. uh, spice box experience. Um, yeah. Also for UK listeners, if you have, if you don't know what a spice bag or a spice box is, um, it's uh, it's like a Dublin, I think I, it's fair to say an Irish uh, slash Chinese delicacy. You get it from a Chinese takeaway. It's, it's not Chinese. Like, there's it's nothing no, it's Chinese not Chinese, but you get it from the Chinese takeaway, but it's very much yeah. cr- an Irish creation because it's like entirely inauthentic. Apparently they figured out where it all began. It's like one Chinese takeaway in Dublin. Yeah, it was in, it was in Kimmage, I think, was the original one. But um, yeah, basically it's like salt and chili, crispy shredded chicken. Um, mm. in a bag with uh, a load of chips and it's kind of shaken together with all this like spice mix and like vegetables Veg. and stuff and then optional curry Peppers sauce now I do yeah. go for the curry sauce I do like to dip the bits of- oh is the curry sauce like in the bag no so you get it's the curry sauce separately in the- so you can control yeah. your right, sauce right, ratio right, right, which right. I prefer <laughs> Mm-hmm. Key, oh, I just dumped the whole thing in. No, I like to dip it as I go along. Oh, you did? Yeah. You're a dipper. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> but now anyway. you can actually you can. It's become such a thing though. You can buy spice bag spice in supermarkets now. It's not the so same. Oh, I've done that. It's done. Yeah. So it's a little bit Chinese still. I mean, the spice mix is kind of Chinesey. Maybe. But I mean, I don't think you would find a single place in China that does a spice bag. <laughs> Chipper, <laughs> basically a chipper. <laughs> a sweet and sour form one. Yeah. <laughs> 
Anyway, they're most of my bits for the first day. Who had the second day? I've got the next day and um, really just more to discuss around John McCreerick, but we'll do it by way of um, the uh, sort of first big shopping task, which is the roundabout task. So basically... Similar to previous seasons, they do, it's not so much just a roundabout task. It's like an awful obstacle course where they have to go through all these disgusting obstacles. Um, So basically the task is that, first of all, they have to rank the housemates in order of attractiveness, right? So... Um, not in line up by order of effectiveness. Yeah, oh my god, the effectiveness line up. <laughs> but um, basically, yeah, they order them by uh, attractiveness. And they decide that housemate number eight, uh, so aka the least attractive housemate, has to spin the roundabout. And that ends up being John. So um, basically what they have to do is they all have to get on the roundabout. John has to do the spinning and they have to maintain a consistent speed of 17 uh, revolutions per minute. Um, And if they drop below that, then whoever's on the obstacle court at the time uh, obstacle course like their shopping that they collect doesn't count so they have to keep up a certain okay. speed so basically they're all in the roundabout then whoever's turn it is has to run around a pole tw- 10 times after getting off the roundabout before running to the abattoir so basically the abattoir has a load of shopping bags um, strung up in uh, a load of pig's lungs so they have to like dig it out of these like not pigs disgusting like um and they have to they have to like climb up to collect the shopping while they're on these like spinning discs under the pig lungs so like they're just making them as dizzy as possible basically jesus christ and then they have to go diving in a compost skip uh skip that's just full up to the top with compost and like rotting fruits and vegetables (laughs) and just pick out as much uh shopping as they can then they have to run through a box of uh, eggs. So like, it's just like loads of shopping smeared and loads of like rotten, broken eggs. Um, no. And then there's more shopping in a giant ashtray that's filled with like alcohol and cigarette butts. So it's like, you know, those really gammy like ashtrays that have like drinks spilled in them, but like a giant one of those. Yeah. Uh, I have a name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, then there's like a milking machine so they have to like collect milk in these helmets on their heads which I don't think they successfully do at all and then they have to pile their shopping up at the end before getting back on the roundabout for the next person to go so Jesus they Christ. have to go um, so they, they take their turns in order of attractiveness so Caprice goes first because um, she's been voted number one deserved uh, and everyone else has to like stay on the roundabout till their turn. So they're consistently being spun throughout eight turns on the obstacle course. <laughs> um, John McCreerick is spinning, um, but he lets the thing go below 17 while Caprice is on the obstacle course. So none of the stuff she collects counts. Um, and then everybody else's starts counting. I think John manages to keep the speed up the rest of the time. Uh, but Jermaine is unwell. Um, Bez is also vomiting. Um, I think Kenzie was vomiting as well. Jermaine, Kenzie and Bez are three of them are like yakking everywhere. <laughs> oh God. And uh, 
Brigitte goes next. She's like Jeremy goes next, then Brigitte, and then Bez's helmet falls off, so his stuff doesn't count. And then basically uh, they're like, okay, so John had to housemate eight, who was John, had to do the spinning. We really want him to do the obstacle course as but well. He's the least attractive housemate. Yeah. So, <laughs> which is just cruel. Like, but basically, so he. Yeah. They basically say then, okay, John, you have the chance to go uh, to get the keys to the alcohol fridge. So <laughs> he gets sent off to do the obstacle course as well. But he's like stumbling all over the shop and he's like literally can't keep his balance. I'm like, this is so undignified. <laughs> this task <laughs> is... <laughs> this poor old man. <laughs> poor old man. Sorry to this man. But basically, um, that is the beginning. So basically, whatever they get at the end, then that's their food for the week. So they end up getting like a pitiful amount of food um, and they don't um, manage to secure John's Diet Coke that he had requested, <laughs> which kicks off the beginning of the Diet Coke saga where John is absolutely furious that he hasn't got his Diet Coke. Like he is, like once he figures out that there's no Diet Coke, he starts like, he just like totally ostracizes himself in the group and has like an absolute tantrum about not having his Diet Coke. Goes into the diary room and um, he, they're like, how are you feeling, John? And then he's like, oh, don't start that nonsense. I want my Diet Cokes and I want my milk. I'm entitled to them. This is entitlement. You're picking on me. Kick me out. Kick me out. <laughs> just like, I have to say, John McCreerick, like on the whole, is giving me big Kim Woodburn energy. Like lots of like train of thought, talking really fast. Yeah, mm. very that. Big entitlement energy. Very that. So he's going absolutely nuts. He won't um, take part in. Uh, the group in any he literally sits on his own for the next like I want to say 24 hours um, and he ends up having this huge row with Kenzie so basically oh, not Kenzie. Kenzie of all people so basically John is like irate um, he Kenzie is asked to close the bedroom door uh, when they all go to sleep that night because Big Brother is setting up for the next task which we'll talk about in a second Um but uh, so Kenzie goes in and he closes the door um, and th- apparently the room is really warm. So they all want to keep the door open. But he's like, sorry, Big Brother said that we have to close it. And John McCreer goes, keep it open at once. Keep it open. I demand it. I demand it. He's like, blah, 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 blah. and then uh, Kenzie's like, well, Big Brother said it. He was like, oh, well, they would pick you the weakest one. He would obey them, and then Kenji Jesus goes Christ. absolutely mad. Oh my god! He starts like doing the whole like um. He's like, I'm not a fucking little boy, mate. I'm not a fucking little boy. Don't patronize because I'm 19. And like Kenzie starts losing the rag. John McCreary is like freaking out. They have this huge like row. You're an adulterer. You're an adulterer. And then that's kind of um, it for that day. Um, moving on to the next day, then they wake up and the house is set up for the medieval task. So, oh, here we go. If we can this cast is our the beginning of it all. To the appearance of a certain housemate and think about the rig outs um, that they were mm. wearing. Um, think mm-hmm. about the trumpet that was played. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
once once this happened, I said, "Oh, we're we're on the home stretch here, guys. It's happening." <laughs> She's coming. Very fast. So the medieval task was um, <laughs> quite gas. Uh, basically, they nominated like they were like nominate someone to be your spokesperson. So they nominate Lisa. And Lisa's called into the diary room to read the instruct to get the instructions. I keep forgetting Lisa's in the yeah. house, guys. Honestly, oh, like no. she does nothing. Give us the least <laughs> Lisa, 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 Lisa. <laughs> literally Lisa, Lisa Landry. In fairness, I think I probably would have more interest if I had any idea who she was. Like, I, I just feel like <laughs> drag her. But like the thing is, I think it's just specifically radio DJs, like UK based radio DJs. I'm never going to know who they are because like we get, we yeah. get UK TV in Ireland, but we don't get UK radio. So like, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> but anyway, it's not, uh, they're always an unknown, not anything on her. I'm sure a lot of UK people would have known who she was. I just personally don't. But anyway, uh, she is called in and she's, uh, it's decided that she's the queen for the medieval task. Um, and she, her role in the task is to choose roles for everyone else to maintain discipline among the house and she is not allowed to lift a royal finger <laughs> oh my god it's giving me Susie Verico very very <laughs> Susie Verico this like she has definitely royal fingers Lisa walks so oh my god, Susie that's royal finger <laughs> diamond hands hodl so yeah so she very much is like the pre-Susie um, but she nominates the rest of the roles so Caprice is going to be the royal dresser and get her dressed every day the royal warmer is is Brigitte so basically Brigitte's role is to go and sit on the toilet for two minutes before Lisa needs to leave <laughs> and no. also to sit on every chair that she's about to sit on so that it gets warm before she sits down <laughs> Was that really? a thing in medieval times? Oh my god, what a job. Oh my god, literally just warm and stuff with your arse. Like, yeah, the interview uh, yeah, just feeling like your arse. Like, um, yeah, I've got a hot arse. Germaine is <laughs> designated to be arse. the royal cook. Um, Bez and Jeremy are the royal footmen, which turns out to be quite a funny role. Um, and the royal musician is Kenzie. And then John is delegated to be the court jester. And Bear in mind, no. uh, when he is receives the news, he's literally sitting on the other side of the room with his arms folded with his back to everybody in the crew. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Soaking over his dry cokes. And it's literally the next day, like... So um, he says, I'm on strike and he's not going to participate with the group after they fail to get his five litres of Diet Coke. Maeve, didn't you go through, like, Diet Coke cold turkey um well no i wouldn't say cold turkey but i did i i do empathize with john because i yeah what's, had, what's the the addiction like i had a severe like, diet coke yeah. era where especially when i was in college it was like oh, i want to say like six cans yeah. a day i was absolutely oh my gosh <laughs> addicted to it like i Strong i don't want to think about what was i it did during your masters yeah it was during my was masters, it during the masters that you were putting baraka into no, Diet that, Coke. that's not what I did. Baraka, Diet Coke that's not what I <laughs> that's, did. I had Baraka. No, Ellen. No, Ellen, you weren't. No, invited. I had Baraka, but I but, also had Diet Coke, but I had them separately. <laughs> I'd like to say that for the record. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is when I was doing my masters, and I was like absolutely 
on edge like just in the library with just like an absolute plethora of liquids strewn around me hallucinating <laughs> I, I was literally living on skips and diet coke like it was not okay Maeve sorry do you remember do you remember you fell asleep writing an essay and you wrote about the circus <laughs> oh my god like just for context right this masters it was quite hard going um but uh can vouch like yeah rob did it uh did the same course uh several years later but um I yeah basically I was writing this essay I had like a 70,000 word portfolio due in I had like five exams as well as like three or three or four other like probably more than three or four other like 5,000 word essays all due like in the same month so it was just very intense and I was also working 20 hours a week and I was the only person in my class who had to work everybody else was like just focused on the masters but I like and then like people in my class were ending up with exhaustion and everything like it was really intense but um I like had so much to get done that I just was like I think I had a deadline the next day and I was like typing one of my essays started like falling asleep I remember I started hallucinating like the walls started to change shape like I remember the corners started to look really rounded (laughs) and like it wasn't like it wasn't like full on hallucination. Like I wasn't like seeing things that weren't there, but like my vision was starting to distort and like just from sheer exhaustion, it was so bad. Like it was so like, I'm not saying I'm not wearing this as a badge of pride. Like I shouldn't have done this. (laughs) But, um, the, and then I remember, yeah. So I was like writing the essay and I was like, literally like, trying to keep my eyes open I was so tired like middle of the night and like type and type and type but I was like I have to get this done like if I don't get this done I'm gonna miss my deadline it was like the next day and I was falling asleep falling asleep uh I obviously fell asleep and I like woke up with a start like I don't know how long later and I'd had this dream about like being in the circus and like (laughs) doing like trapeze or something and I was like, shit, I need to get this essay done. And I like looked at the essay and I had fully written like a giant passage about my <laughs> circus. <laughs> Did it make any sense? Like it made some sense. Like it it obviously was like <laughs> poorly spelled and like loads of mistakes, but like it was very much like a uh, stream of consciousness of the dream that I'd had while asleep. So I was obviously asleep, but I knew I was still supposed to be writing my essay. So I was like still oh, typing. So it was so messed up. <laughs> Constantly raising the bar for the circus and doing it <laughs> foolishly. But yeah, anyway, uh, anyway the, the story we? is like, don't do a master's ever. If you think it's a good idea, it isn't. It's just not. Education sucks. Education don't do sucks. It. I would just move my bang and never receive another yeah. bit of education. <laughs> but the letters anyway. have to stop. But anyway, uh, back to the Diet Cokes. Um, so... Uh, so basically, yeah, John is just not participating. Lisa's trying to get him to participate. He's not having it. And um, another, like the role of the royal footman is that um, Lisa's not allowed to walk across the garden as the queen. They have to bring her in one of these, like, you know, those kind of pickup cars that are carried. Yeah. So she has to like sit yeah. in one of these carriages and be carried across the garden. <laughs> so Gosh. basically the occasion of Lisa going for a wee is that she has to announce she's going for a wee Brigitte has to run over and warm the toilet for her and then she has to get into the <laughs> carriage and be carried across the garden. <laughs> so, 
so yeah so um, that's the medieval task um we'll skip forward to the most important part of the medieval task oh, yes. oh yes. Buckle up, buckaroo. which is the greeting of the as yet unknown queen mother the queen mother mm. which is da, 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 da. so picture this they're all in their medieval gear they're told by big brother they have to line up and um, with their backs to the patio facing the door to greet the queen mother <laughs> imagine if the actual queen mother came in though oh be- my god <laughs> well, she's still alive then i don't know she might have been oh, no yeah. she was she was dead the queen mother was alive the queen mother, the queen mother only died, died a few in like 2002 ago. didn't she no i think she did oh shit no the queen mother she was did. alive she died march 30 2002 oh, 2002 oh okay who am i thinking of the queen oh. <laughs> I hope not oh I uh, I you she so she's at a year no three Four? years oh, three what year are we 2005. on 2005 2005 oh okay yeah sorry you're like I have no idea what fucking anyway, year it is so <laughs> um, yeah Rob would know the year because that didn't he announce on the podcast that he had in fact written a musical about the queen mother <laughs> It slapped. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Rob, the Irish royalist, like <laughs> this before he became a uh, Mary Lou stan. <laughs> um, but anyway, before we started fancying Mary Lou. Yeah. Oh my god, my fa- me fancying Mary Lou McDonald, age ten, and confessing it. Oh Gay. <laughs> Telling me, sister, I fancied Mary Lou McDonald. Well, get you a queen well, and do both. Stan the Queen Mother and Mary Lou McDonald. <laughs> Her power. Yeah. yeah. Other titles with strong female leads. <laughs> that, bitch, that's your Netflix. Bitch. Listen. Um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, so they're all told to stand in respect, bow and stand in respect for the Queen Mother. And there's this da 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 da. And we have roll up the entrance of Jackie Stallone. And now before we talk about her actual entrance, which is obviously an iconic moment, I just want to talk a little bit about her VT. <laughs> so basically, Does she have a VT? She had an entrance VT. <gasps> She's intru- Does she Amazing. know where she is? She's introduced <laughs> as a celebrity psychic and astrologer. Um, mm-hmm. In her VT, she's shown playing Danny Boy on the piano. She's like, oh, Danny boy. <laughs> Danny boy. <laughs> and then she like makes a mistake on the piano and she goes, oh, shit. <laughs> and she's got like a hundred rings on. Uh, she also says that she's a bottom reader or um, she calls it r- a, what? a bottom Excuse reader. Me? So it's a rump. She calls a it rumpology. <laughs> so basically she says it's a form of palm reading oh. where she reads people's arses. <laughs> Like their arse hole? No, their arse. arse. So like it it has someone standing in a thong and she's just reading and she's like, this is a successful buttocks. (laughs) So. I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know what to say. There's so much I could say. (laughs) So that's her entrance VT. Sounds like a bottom feeder. No, bottom reader. (laughs) (laughs) But she says, um, "Not bottom reader. No, I just. It's too easy. It's too easy." <laughs> she reads bottom. You could to make film. the joke, but you, like, there's no point in even making the joke because it's just there. There's no need. 
it's, it's already it's doing, already girl. there um but what was i gonna say so basically um so yeah the entrance look she's wearing like this gold regalia with a big f- necklace and it's got like this big white fluffy jacket like huge Cruella de Vil energy with this entrance look and she's got these like the sunglasses that are in fashion now like the little 2000s sort of sunglasses on and her first words are not what you think when she steps out of the car she just looks at the house and goes this is it Everything about her time in the Big Brother house is just that she's been so oversold these days. She absolutely hates this experience. I start to finish. She hates being here. It's so she doesn't know what. Like it's so clear that she just doesn't really know where she is. Like she's like, I don't know what her agent told her. But I'll come back to this later on But she basically In my episode She's talking about What she was sold <laughs> And she was told That the producers Told her That she was going to be Going into a mansion <laughs> With eight of the greatest minds The UK has to offer And she's basically just like I don't see it Yeah Like It's just Iconic. Yeah, she's like, I was promised a mansion, gold and silver chandeliers, the kind of stuff you see in heaven. <laughs> um, we'll talk a little bit more about her demands later. But anyway, she <laughs> she goes in. There's a da 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 da. We cut back to the house. And um, it's like, all rise to greet the Queen Mother. And it's just like a live feed. <laughs> It's just them all standing staring at the door and obviously Jackie hasn't quite uh, clocked that you're supposed to open the door yet so there's literally just like I want to say like a minute long <laughs> silence <laughs> standing at like the door <laughs> a substantial silence <laughs> and everyone's just like like nothing happening total silence everybody's just staring at the door and then she finally comes in and utters and Brigitte Nielsen utters the immortal line, Oh my God, Jackie. Yeah. Rocky. Bracky. Bracky. Farm Bracky. God. Like, iconic. It was from this moment on that we knew that this was going to be an excellent season of Celebrity Reproduction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, so... Sh- Can I just talk about the amount of shit stirring that Big Brother is clearly trying to do by putting her in? Like, spoon like, out. Spoon, mm-hmm. polished, you know, chiseled, it's sharp, it's out. They knew... I, I, I just wonder why they, want, why they went for Brigitte over anyone else they had it all it planned bit... out like yeah Brigitte. i i didn't know that um brigitte and sylvester sloan are 20 years divorced at this age yeah yeah so what age is brigitte then like so brigitte must be in her 40s maybe and what age did she marry sylvester sloan like 18 or something Let me find out <laughs> i think she's in her late 30s by, by then let's see um so she's 57 now so yeah she'd be in her late 30s at this stage and she was married to Jackie to not, not, not married to Jackie <laughs> um, she married Sylvester in 1985 so she married him when she was 22 and okay. divorced two years later yeah so no, so yeah they're like 15 years divorced at this stage yeah. 
Okay, yeah, she's 41 at the time she went into Big Brother. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they've been divorced for so long. <laughs> and she hadn't yeah, seen it's like Jackie that since. Long since she's seen Jackie. Yeah. Yikes. Who are, like, there's talk later that Jackie was the catalyst of their divorce. Yikes. Much to think about. Shocker. Much to discuss. But yeah, huge spoon out. Everyone's mm. fuming. I, everyone is boiling that they're after doing this to Brigitte. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's quite it bad. Like... It's not a great look. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, it suited us people. down to the ground because we got Jackie then. <laughs> but for more <laughs> than like... We got the drama. Um, but yeah. yeah, so she kind of just rolls in and then we are on to Jackie's tenure in the house, which is just an absolute treat. Yeah, nonstop. <laughs> um, I have the next morning, which is the first morning of Jackie. Um, so she's staying in like a separate bedroom from everybody else as the queen mother. Um She's like, she just sleeps so much. And it reminds me of the story I read on Twitter about the production assistant on Big <laughs> Brother. through the window. Having to like stand over the window above Jackie to make sure she didn't die in her sleep. <laughs> like, she did say that she at just one stage. She was like, can you come in and check if I'm still breathing <laughs> to the group? She's like, check it. If I'm not up in an hour, check I've got a pulse. <laughs> But she, but she, she um, keeps the bed for the whole time she's there as well. Yeah. But is yeah. that why? Is it because? Well, I they think have to keep like they said at the intro episode that like anyone could have that bed. Like it's just a case of whether they want to take it. And it's like, okay, like she's a woman in her eighties. I think she's the one that gets the room. <laughs> yeah. Girl, she lived in ninety eight. Isn't that crazy? I'm absolutely devo. Like. Because I think, yeah, she only died quite recently, I think. Quite recently. She died last no, last September. Yeah, like since since uh. we started, please do not swear, because we were like looking forward to celebrating this like near 100 year old woman. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, she did unfortunately die last year. But I mean, she had a great old run, did she not? What a legacy. What a legacy. <laughs> um, but um, when, so she gets up her first morning and she doesn't know where she is. She is like <laughs> falling around the room. She heads, she walks in on Jeremy in the shower. Would love to do that. Uh, and she screams, he screams. It's a whole thing. Uh, she's in her iconic red dressing gown. She goes back to bed. But the key of this moment is Jermaine Greer is bowling like she's absolutely fuming um heads straight into the diary room and announces she's leaving um she's walking because of what they've done to uh, Brigitte and also because of the treatment of John and I do think this is a bit rich as a big turf miss um Jermaine she's talking about how like oh she can't support any sort of bullying or she wants to support people who are unrepresented or vulnerable I'm like bit rich yeah man. bit rich Jermaine yeah by the way we did allude turf. to this last uh week but we weren't totally sure but we have since had confirmation 
that Jermaine is in fact yes, thank you, um, a gigantic shout out to Das Tushi on Instagram who confirmed <laughs> the turf, turf status of on. Jermaine yeah. <laughs> so basically we're turfing the turf <laughs> and Jermaine is out the door um, she comes back to pack her bags and Jackie emerges from the bedroom and is like what's going on where are you going she's like oh I'm leaving she's like where are you fired I thought they had to do that in public she goes I thought that's the basics she, of this she comes I, in and she like, like Jermaine turns on the light to do her packing and she's like don't tell me we have to get up <laughs> <laughs> you're leaving he's like, get real <laughs> She's like, I I love you. I need you. You're my emotional support. Oh, Jermaine. Jermaine. Oh my god. Did she even talk to her? No. I thought the basics of this whole thing was they had to fire you in public. <laughs> fire. So for the whole time there, she still doesn't understand the word eviction. Either that or she's just ignoring it because she's like, yeah. did you get she fired? She the show um, <laughs> Have you been fired? She keeps calling the show Big Brothers. <laughs> oh uh, Kenzie, like, not Big Brothers, my rival. Big Brothers. But um, later on in the day, um, Brigitte, Lisa and Caprice are talking and they're saying that Jackie has made some comments about a certain American show that Brigitte was on and I'm like, is it Flavor of Love? I think it was probably Flavor, Flavor of Love. It must be. Because mm. mm. like, if there was a recent we reality have- TV show, like that had just wrapped up, I think, before this. Mm-hmm. And we were looking at the dates last week and it was like right before this pretty much just before this yeah. yeah so we had a bit of a revelation this week that Brigitte was actually on like the prequel of Flavor of Love called Strange Love where her and uh, Flavor at their own show on VH1 aired January 2005 so aired while she was in the house yeah so it had wrapped oh. up filming at this point much to think about so did she break up with him Wait, like, because who's the guy she shifted on the so way in then? That's what I'm the so confused ending, about. Apparently, the ending of Strange Love. Italian, it must be. <laughs> the ending of Strange Love is that she ends up breaking up with Flavor Flav and get going off with this guy called Mattia Desi or Dassi. And that's the guy who she was shifting on the way mm. in. So that had literally just happened, like. Right. And. So he's like a new. This timeline. <laughs> yeah. And then Regina also, she went to Celebrity Big Brother. I mean, she was booked and busy, in fairness to her. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. But like the fear you'd have knowing that that was airing while you're in the house, but also that your like former mother-in-law has just entered the fray. A lot like, going poor Brigitte, <laughs> a lot going on there. <laughs> Over, like, overstimulated, Brigitte. Oh my god, mm-hmm. gas. Um, but yeah. So what was it that Caprice and Lisa were saying again about it? That uh. That basically Jackie was shading a show oh. that Brigitte did. Oh. And Brigitte's very much like, no, we're not airing this out here. It's grand. Leave her be. But mm. Caprice and Lisa have their spoons out. They're like, you need to talk to her. They're like, give me this I'm not tea sure if that's now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how on board Jackie would be to talk about Flame of Love with, with Brigitte. Brigitte right now. Um, um, oh. <laughs> Oh. Um, as you're saying, she like 
she just she just fucking hates it. She um at one point Kenzie is just trying to make chats with her and he's like, Oh, do you like the chair? Do you think it's comfy? And she says, The only thing we've to look forward to in here is going to bed tonight and waking up tomorrow. <laughs> like big lockdown moves. Hopefully waking yeah. up tomorrow. <laughs> Hopefully. Oh my god. Oh. And then when she's sitting down for dinner, like we should talk about Jackie's like bougie sensibility in the house. So she sits (laughs) down for dinner with the group and there's no wine and she's absolutely disgusted. And she says, I've never had a meal in my life without some fine wine. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, she goes into the diary room and is like, I just need some wine, some culture and a harpist. Yeah, she says. And she keeps like ordering people to get her wine. They're like, Jeremy, did you order my wine? As if it's like it's like a I don't know, like bar service. <laughs> it's a bar in the diary room instead of a diary room. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, no, get it yourself. And like, she, but uh, she even asks for a, a martini. <laughs> a martini. <laughs> She's like, I just want a cocktail, even like a martini. Well, I I don't ever not have drink and then she starts like <laughs> slating Brigitte's meal did you see that with the peas yeah. and Brigitte was like the peas were like a side for the main <laughs> but Jackie just puts peas in her plate and she's like what is this <laughs> but like we have to directly quote the harpist she goes how about some champagne or a nice chardonnay you could send in a lovely harpist mm. while we dine you can gag her she won't talk <laughs> Gag her. Play her. I'm literally imagining them sending in a harpist with a gag in their mouth. (laughs) (laughs) And she goes, I insist. I have another. There's a really funny bit where Big Brother is like, Jackie has not gone to the bathroom since she entered the house. (laughs) No. (laughs) And then they make a big thing of it when she actually does finally go for a piss. The lads are like breaking down laughing at her because she's like stumbling trying to find the loo in the middle of the night. Did Brigitte have to warm up the toilet for her ex-mother-in-law? Oh, I hope not. I don't know. I think it was over. The the task was over by then, I think. Yeah, Yeah. sacked it Um, off. So Jackie has a fair few run-ins with John as well. Oh. Um, John attacks her for basically contributing nothing. And she's like, yeah, I don't do anything, of course. <laughs> yeah, Jackie. He's like, yeah. I contribute nothing. Yeah. Um, and he was like, I expect you to be more of like an Italian mother, you know, like looking after everyone. And she's like, I'm not Italian. I'm the least Italian person in the world. I'm French. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go um oh my god and she also compares the house as be- <laughs> she, she thinks the house is similar to being confined in a nursing home <laughs> oh oh yeah she absolutely hates it. Uh, hates it but that leads me into my task which is a general knowledge task which we've seen a lot of before kind of a lot of regurgitation of old tasks in this season for some reason um so basically they have to kind of pair up and uh, if when you uh, one person goes in, has to answer a question uh, right or wrong. If they get it right, they get to have a shot of whatever liquor is in front of them. A if shot of love with Tina Tequila. <laughs> a shot of love with Tina Tequila. And if they get it wrong, the person on the outside in the house has to take a shot as a spin a wheel and it's like eat or drink and then they have to eat or drink one of the rotten ones that are out there. And they have like 
the, the usual ones like fish guts and stuff so uh, so they do it in pairs and Bridget get Brigitte gets hers right and it was a question about the happy Mondays uh, so her and Jeremy get a nice shot of something Bez and Kelsey are uh, also together uh, and they get <laughs> who's Kelsey oh that's not oh, sorry it's an autocorrect Oops. Miss Kelsey 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 <laughs> Grammer Kelsey? <laughs> Uh, what is his name? Kenzie. Kenzie. Let me just... <laughs> <laughs> um, and they get it wrong. So uh, Bez gets the question wrong. And Kenzie has to drink uh, a shot of salt water. But if you famously remember, it was salt water that made... What season was it where they all got sick from salt water? Because your body rejects the, the salt. Oh, it was uh, season five, wasn't it? Oh my God. Could have been, yeah. But basically he's like... He goes straight to the sink and he's like, you know, he even, we're not getting sick, but he's, you Jesus, know, he's almost Poor Kenzie has had a serious amount of vomiting <laughs> so far. Oh. Uh, Jackie is in next. I don't know who her her pair was, but um, the question was, what is the average weight of a model? And she gets it right. She knows it like bang on what it is. Oh my God. <laughs> so she gets... So she gets to do a shot of Bailey's. Um, so yeah, trust her to literally nail the challenge <laughs> when it has drink involved. Uh, oh, it's her and Caprice. Um, uh, John goes in and his question is, what does, your, what does get your swerve on mean? And he gets it right, oh. surprisingly. What does it mean? Uh, so basically, the, uh, get your swerve on is like a dance reference, oh. I think. Um so but overall they pass the task which awards them with a three course meal with wine um uh, soon after the task uh, caprice finds a giant poo in the bathroom <laughs> and, and she uh, is this linked to jackie finally going to the toilet i i was convinced i was like she's been holding that for a while now so that's going to be big <laughs> um but it actually turns out to be jeremy's which is so upsetting um but she she blames John anyway because she fucking hates him. Um, so do I have another? I do have a wee another wee task, which was to make uh, uh, cement imprints of their most famous uh, body parts, um, and they all had to wear these. Oh, this is so funny because they all had to get into like white boiler suits. And Jackie was just like, "I'm not putting that on. What goes with that?" I don't wear ugly clothes. <laughs> and they're like, it's just, it, 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 what? <laughs> they're like, you can wear your clothes underneath it. She was like, no, I'm not putting it on. It's too ugly. No. Um, and, but she eventually, eventually gets it on. She kind of struggles to get over her boobs. Um, and there was one part that uh, I think it was Lisa was kind of getting a bit annoyed at her just being like refusing to take part and, and put the suit on. And she was like, oh, maybe you should have done your research before coming on the show. She was like, oh, dry Re- her. Research? I never heard of this fucking shit show. <laughs> <laughs> um, so again, Jackie just does not know what she's doing. Um, no. um, yeah, so they all go out and they have to like put their body parts into these concrete like containers, I guess, uh, with wet concrete in them. Um 
And Brigitte, of course, the legend that is Brigitte, straight away boobs out and is like lubing her boobs up with Vaseline so the concrete won't stick to them. And then just plants herself into the concrete. And uh, Jackie is standing her for doing that. Uh, Caprice does the same. Uh, but she, a uh, clever girl as well, also asks, the uh, <laughs> priest asks Jeremy to help her lube her boobs up. Oh. So I was like, well, I would do the same. Um, <laughs> and that's it. That's that task. <laughs> but I also have nominations. Do we do nominations as well? Oh, we have yeah, to. we'll fly through them and then um, get through it. I mean, I'll fly through because they're literally all the same. <laughs> Apart from the two people who got nominated. Okay, so we have um, Bez is up first. He nominates Jackie because uh, she has upset Brigitte. Brigitte? Brigitte? Brigitte, where her entrance. Uh, He doesn't want Sylvester coming over the wall. Uh, His second nomination is John uh, because he hasn't took part in tasks and he says it's cost him his wildest dreams. I don't know what he means by wildest dreams. Oh, there was a, there was a, that was the reward for the um, medieval task. Like if you pass, you'll get everything beyond your wildest dreams, but John wouldn't participate because of the Diet Coke saga. Right. (laughs) Okay. So, so this kind of goes on for everyone because everyone votes the same people. So uh, Brigitte, also John, um, because of his sad behavior when they have tasks and He's very rude to people. He calls people gross and pigs and he needs to look in the mirror. Um, and Jackie, oh, Bridgie actually uh, does nominate Jackie um, because she's a woman she last saw 20 years ago and doesn't think it's fair that Big Brother has brought old family members of the past into the house and it makes her uncomfortable. It's just fair. Uh, <laughs> Caprice, John, again, because he really wants to leave and insults everyone. He has bad energy. He hate, She hates his snots and has blisters on his nose. <laughs> Jackie, uh, because she finds her to be entertaining, but she can't hack it and, and does she doesn't bat for the team and is worried about her in the long term for tasks, which is probably very true. And then Jackie is in because she's eligible to nominate now because uh, Jermaine left. So this is <laughs> so Jackie uh, goes in and she just keeps going on about how she hasn't gone to the loo. She's completely disorientated. I'm like, is this woman okay? Like this old woman, I don't know if she should be here. Um, but uh, she kind of nominates Bez, but she calls him the guy who can't speak English properly and needs to get better false teeth. Uh, so they're like, okay, that's Bez. And she nominates the handsome tall one as well. Yeah, she doesn't have a clue what anyone's names are like. Yeah, uh, because he doesn't seem to do much. I was like, okay. Then we have Jeremy. Uh, he nominates Jackie because she doesn't do a tap. Um, he keeps asking people to do the washing up. Uh, she's a dead weight in the house and isn't funny. Oh, Jeremy nominates Lisa. Oh, I got that. So that's a different one. Um, he thinks she's lovely, but in terms of group, she gets stressed and ratty and bites people's head off and has bad manners. John comes in, nominates Bez because he doesn't show what uh, he doesn't know what planet he's from. He's never met anyone with less intelligence, and he's boring. <sighs> Can't stand his laughing. There's nothing wrong with him. He's just not very bright. <laughs> He nominates Caprice as well. Has a body to die for, but the problem is he doesn't know a th- she, he doesn't know a thing about her. She is a cash register. She's totally selfish and wrapped up in herself, cold and calculated and inanimate. An inanimate. 
an animate, well, I can't say that word, uh, doesn't know who she is, would not sleep with her as a result. I'm like, mm. oh, disgusting. <laughs> sure, John. Uh, and then we have uh, Kenzie slash, what's it, Kelsey? Kelsey. Kelsey uh, Grammer. We have Kelsey Grammer. Uh, nominates John because he doesn't pull his weight and doesn't agree with his views, can't do washing up properly, feels he's sexist and puts his wife in economy. <laughs> yeah, he put his wife in economy class while he flew business. No. Poor booby. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he, that was on my app. He confessed that oh. uh, he did that, and Caprice Ooh, is yeah. absolutely bullying. Yeah, and uh, Kenzie also nominates Jackie. He feels he thinks she feels we owe her something. He isn't going to run around after her. She keeps going on about her Malibu mansion, <laughs> so he can't relate. I'm obsessed with uh, her. And then Calabasas. Lisa's last she again also nominates John hopes that his lack of participation in the group task uh, and he only has one level of speaking voice which is booming uh, we have she also nominates Jackie uh, slates her plastic surgery oh yeah she does she goes in in her plastic surgery she's like the plastic surgery doesn't make her look younger it just makes her look like she's had surgery <laughs> and um she, uh, but the main reason she nominated her is because she came in late and should leave before anyone else. So that's nominations, which means that we have John and Jackie up. Surprise, surprise. It's an awful shame that Jackie was able to be nominated. Like, or they should have done like a movie drills. Well, they mm. did, but then Jermaine left. I think that was the but thing. But like, still, that still doesn't give Jackie enough time to settle in. To be honest, she wanted out. Yeah, and she got it. And she got it. <laughs> so did John. I'm no, sorry. I just have <laughs> she to say. Got it. Well, I got. Um, the fact that the UK <laughs> voted Jackie out over John. What the absolute with seventy percent of the vote <laughs> over John McCurt. Who the fuck was voting? Seventy percent. I just want. Disgusting. I just want to talk. Okay. If you're from the UK, whether or not you were able to vote, whether or not you voted, explain yourself. <laughs> please DM us on I please swear on Instagram because I just want to know. We want to speak to the manager. <laughs> we have our Karen wigs on and we need to speak to someone about this. I would I wonder if it was a to vote to save. <laughs> So it was a vote to save rather than a vote to evict. Did everybody just get very confused? Oh, maybe that's what it was. I must be confused. That's maybe, that could be what it was because... I don't think that accounts for 70% of the votes, <laughs> sadly. I, then like, do people just love John McCrerick? Was that a thing? He, oh. They, lo- they love the, like, the wind up of it all. Like, oh. <sighs> but Jackie. But anyway... Jackie. Anyway, it gets down to it, and Jackie, of course, has announced that she's been evicted. She's absolutely delighted. She <laughs> she is so happy to be fired. She's, she's like, like, I'm fired. <laughs> yeah, fired. <laughs> she um she gets her her furs on and heads out the door. The crowd are all char- chanting Jackie, which we do love to see. Um. Oh my god, this interview. This interview is incredible. <laughs> I've never seen the likes of it. Still doesn't know where she is. No. Um, <laughs> she's, she's just bullying. Like, she's absolutely bullying. She hated. She's like, um, Davina's like, oh, what was your highlight? She's like, my highlight? Well, I won't do it again. <laughs> no, never again. 
<laughs> and she's like, oh, but like you made up with Brigitte. She's like, yeah. There was nothing yeah. good about it. <laughs> what? Why didn't he just send her to my house in Calabasas? We could have <laughs> just made up there. Like she's so she's like, like, you put her in to get your story. And then Davina's like, mm, I can't. Yeah. I can't. I can't say you're can't. wrong. Um, <laughs> but she's like, oh, like I was I was told there'd be a mansion and I, I lost my freedom. Davina's like, oh, that's what it was. She's like, oh, I didn't care for it. <laughs> And she's like, well, I think the producers probably were honest with you and told you, like, what was going to happen. She's like, oh, no, I didn't. She's like, they came to yeah. my home in Calabasas. Calabasas, my Calabasas mansion. And she goes through, Davina goes through the housemates. And she's like, what about beds? Beds? First time I've had a waterbed in my life. <laughs> No beds. He's like, oh, beds. oh, oh, him. Oh, please. Oh, he ended up all right. Then he stuck please. a knife in my back. <laughs> and then she's like, "What did that? What did that little? Um, what was it? Not a little shit. What little jerk? Was it jerk? Yeah, what that little jerk show say me. about me? I want to see it again." And Davina's like, "Show no, me that. We have show your- me that jerk in the red chair talking about me." <laughs> And she goes like, oh, what did you think about Caprice? She's like, I'd call her an airhead, wouldn't you? Uh, Jeremy, conceited ass. John, hated him. Hated him. Do you remember in the nominations she said about Jeremy? He reminds me of a Beverly Hills gigolo, and I've seen a lot of those. No! No! Yeah, she says, what about Lisa, the queen? Is that a queen? Is that your idea of a queen? And he was like, no, 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 the queen in the task. A task? What's that? What's that? <laughs> she just doesn't understand. Oh. Oh. And then Key, the last two, he's like, so who would you welcome to your house? Brigitte and the child. <laughs> the little boy. <laughs> the little boy. Kenzie. <laughs> And doesn't she say, I thought it was going to be like a big brother. I would be a big brother to someone. I would go in there and be like, and Davina's like, you thought it would be like a mentor program. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) In America, a big brother is like a mentor. (laughs) Be my mentor, Jackie. And then she's like, I'm falling apart. Because she just drops everything on the floor. And Davina's trying to help her. But then Davina's just like, I've had enough of this mess. Like she just walks let's, off. Like, let's this. end this. She's like, uh, oh, catch Jackie with Dermot tomorrow. I'm like, oh, I need to <laughs> need to get on that. Wow. Oh. What well, an absolute what? icon of a house, really. <laughs> Only five days. Five days in the house, <laughs> and this is everything. Like, she is one of the most iconic house- housemates. I think she was like, only three days in the house. Was yeah. she? Yeah. Oh my god. She went in on day five and she left on day nine, I eight, think. Nine, oh right. Yeah. Four days. Or eight. Oh. Wow. My god, much disgust. <laughs> like I thought going into this, she was in there for a lot longer. So did I. It's just because like every single moment she's on screen is just <laughs> like everything she says is just genius, like and she wore her pajamas for the whole time. She never got dressed. 
and always had like two scrunchies in like pigtails. Like it was so weird. I oh. love her. <laughs> yeah. What about a harpist while we dine? <laughs> <laughs> you can get I've never had peas with pasta. What is this? <laughs> Who has peas with pasta? Who made this? Richie that conceited ass. <laughs> heard heard you in his um his bum reading. Conceited ass. <laughs> Your ass is conceited. Oh yeah, it's um, called like rumpology anyway. or rumpistry or something. Rumpology. I don't know. You're rumpology. not a rumpus, Sabrina, are you? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, right. Let's Girls. leave it there. Yeah. The tenure of Jackie Stallone. I think we just need. Let's go enjoy the fucking sun. Yeah, it's very Let's much go. eighteen degrees outside, and ah, it's lovely. Wanna soak up the sun. <laughs> we um, shall we play out? We'll, we'll do our socials first of all. We'll do a cute plug. Um, we're on Instagram. Please not do not not dot swear. Explain Even yourselves email, about the Jackie vote, please. <laughs> do yes explain it drop it um we have an email please not swear pod at gmail.com if you want to mail us um we have our patreon of course which is over at patreon.com forward slash please not swear shout out to our new patrons this month we've got ronan megan and alan thank you very much for subscribing we do love to see it um anything else um, website, did we say that? Oh yeah, please do not swear.com. We're currently having some issue with embedding the episodes on the website, but we will uh difficulties. Oh, disgusting. Um, shall we play us out with so side down, <laughs> sidebar, I'm gonna sidebar this. This is our 50th episode. Is it? Oh my god. Oh my god. We are, we're halfway to hundred. So oh my god. in honor of that, shall we what a moment. <laughs> they just passed. In- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to harvest. Um, in honour of that, shall we play out with Caprice's single Once Around the Sun? Yes. We absolutely should. Right. I think we Brand. should just always finish with a, 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 a. No, I thought I was thinking Brigitte. Never mind. No, it's Caprice this time around. It's Caprice, yeah, because yeah, Brigitte has lots of songs. She does indeed, many an yeah. album. It feels correct Caprice that her fiftieth episode is just an extended, uh, like, shrine to Jackie Stallone. <laughs> it does feel very correct. Yeah, light a candle, guys. Light a candle, candle in the wind. <laughs> Diana, um, <laughs> that's it, guys. We'll see you next week for more. Have a uh, lovely week. Okay. Uh, we'll see you next week Web. for more yeah. CBB3. And get out and enjoy yeah. the sun if it's still sunny when this episode drops. Woo! And wear sunscreen, you fools. <laughs> oh my oh, god. SPS. Bye bye. Have a lovely week. <laughs> bye. Second by second, minute by minute, I've been missing you. Hour by hour, knocked off of my tower, I've been missing you. 365 days of a